Welcome to Jurassic World. Once again, for a full article written up here on the Jurassic Park, or should I say the Isanubla Visitor Center by our uh, friend Jurassic Tyrannosaur uh, TJ. Sadly, I was hoping there'd be um, some more info here. The, the problem with this set for Fallen King, uh, Jurassic World, there's just not a lot of information at all. We know it was done on a stage. Uh, Colin released a, a sort of teaser photo. Uh, just before the film's release of sort of that um, that front door facade um, with sun shining on it. It was a, like a daytime, well, the, obviously not daytime because they're inside, but it had the actual more of a light, lighter um, shot of that Tyrannosaur skeleton above the door, uh, I remember. Mm. And not dark like in here, but uh, yeah, we just don't know a lot about it. But uh, we've got the full write-up here of what the visitor centre would have been back in the day. And now with uh, some of those blueprints getting out on the internet, um, we get to see a lot more of what the uh, the ground, the floor look like. Yeah, and I know for the, for a fact that um, we're that Jurassicpedia is definitely looking to eventually host and maybe even analyze the schematics here that have been released. Because I mean, this was I wasn't it was a fair sized article, but this was one that I had actually went back and completely. Uh, revitalized with like full full length um, full length uh, descriptions and uh, descriptions of all the various rooms and attractions that were within it, like the dining area, the gift shop, kitchens, and even added a small production note at the end there. Yeah, well, I was going to mention that um, in the photo of the the location without the set on it. Do you know when that was taken? Was that sort of after? production had finished and they demolished the set or is that newer i think that's actually from one of the from the making of video the first the very first one they released has like i think a like half hour 45 minutes long and there's a fade cut where the camera um is just set up kind of 
showing you the before and then it fades into the full set build with them walking around with all the camera equipment. Oh, okay. Because I know the um the photos I've got are newer. Um, I can't remember the name of the channel. If you go to YouTube and type um, like Jurassic Jeep um, Inquiry and that, there's actually there's, I think there's two or three occurrences where uh, someone over in Hawaii that's, that owns a Jurassic Jeep has driven onto the set. That road's still there. Um, of course, I think at Botanical Gardens in Kauai where it was filmed and there's actually um, flower beds up there now, for, I think roses or something, on that hill where the visitor centre was. But you can still sort of make out, of course, the tree, the big tree that was on or behind the uh, right-hand side of the facade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being a uh, privately owned area, it's, been, it's definitely been kept up. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, I really like that they still... I mean, they don't offer tours, I don't think, but they do. They have still kept the area up, and it still looks very picturesque and beautiful. Yeah, yep. Yeah, it's not what you know, it's who you know for getting access to some of that stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> People have, I'm not quite sure how, but I do know that the Jurassic Kahili Ranch, where they did the Welcome to Jurassic Park scene, has recently started offering guided tours on, like, ATVs or something. Similar to the um, Koaloa Ranch on Oahu. Nice. I could get over there. <laughs> <laughs> I do um, too, man. Um, just one thing to add too, looking at the thing here. Uh, again, with those blueprints being released, um, there's actually a lift. Um, when everyone walks in through the front doors and you got the bottom of the staircase, they walk up off to the right of that. It's just off screen. We don't actually get to see it. On the blueprints, anyway, there's a lift there that goes up to the second level, and I wonder if um, if that's a hint to uh, the novel where it went down to the underground garage. We we see a garage in this minute, mm-hmm. but um, I'm going to protest that it's not the garage. It's just a maintenance a maintenance thing when we get to it. But well, it looked like in the novel there was actually two separate garages where they had the one where they had the like all the tour vehicles lined up. And then they had a small connecting one to the visitor center that I think this one is in the movie that just housed a couple of the Jeeps and some, like, raincoats and stuff. Mm. Yep. And a couple of spare clutches, because Jeeps must be known for doing clutches. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure about that, but I do know that Jeeps are known to have finicky transmissions. Especially if you've got someone leaning on the stick. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I, my mom had a Jeep Grand Cherokee for a long time, and we loved that. We loved that thing. It was great. It was just that the transmission just randomly died one day, and yeah. we could we couldn't go. We couldn't reverse. We were literally stuck in a parking lot because we could not reverse the the Jeep. It wouldn't go anywhere if you uh, if you press the gas in reverse. Oh, wow. it would only go forward. <laughs> And then we did research afterwards, and, turn, and it turns out that Jeeps are apparently known to have finicky transmissions like that. Hmm. Back to the visitor center. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, check out check out this article and uh, many more over at Jurassic-pedia.com. Where did you get that? Oh, this? I got it on eBay. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I got it for $150, but the mint condition one goes for $300. did not occur to you maybe that's in poor taste? The shirt? Yeah, no, it did. I understand people died. It was terrible, but 
That first park was legit. You know, I have a lot of respect for it. They didn't need these genetic hybrids. They just needed dinosaurs, real dinosaurs. That's okay, kind of enough. Okay, don't wear it again. Dave, reading into minute 69. I am. Minute 69 of Jurassic World opens with a familiar set of doors being opened and ends with Zack checking out a dark mural. As we continue to explore this dark abandoned building from minute 68, the boys get both doors fully open and begin to walk inside. And I love the shot looking through the doors of just the sun shining in on um, the bit of the grass and um, vegetation on the inside. But we can see ferns and plants have completely overgrown the lobby and that shaft of light or shafts of light shining down um, from the roof. And we can hear water dripping off screen as well. So a leaky pipe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or it could just be like condensation from the vines squalling down it is a rainforest yeah yep um, surprisingly however the the scaffolding is still there somehow that's <laughs> yeah, the um the wrong scaffolding is there i'll say uh looking we get a shot here um sort of as they looking past and panning up to the roof and you can see the um on the left-hand side, it's sort of like a full set of scaffolding. It goes from the second level down to the ground, where in the original film, it hung from the ceiling and went across to the top of the uh, the sauropod scale and never actually went to the ground. Well, that is true. The full-height scaffolding was over on the right near the staircase that led up to the second level. So, yeah. Again, We'll uh, chalk it up to something that Mizrani left behind uh, when he was still trying to consider it's... the attraction. Yeah, it's possible they set that up to yeah assess, assess the roof or something to um to see if they could reuse the old because remember that had the big timber beams for the, the ceiling that would take a lot of time to rot down but yeah um, well, not only that but we do know that they were basically salvaging sections of the park and they may have tried wanted to consider areas of the visitor center to potentially salvage like the uh gates from the from the uh tour road yeah but aside from that scaffolding, I like this shot inside the uh, rotunda as they look up and you see those iconic windows still letting light in and the roof structure. Thatched roofs wouldn't last this long, so <laughs> I'm going to call on that, but I'm, I'm sure there'd be some sort of hard uh, lining underneath the thatched roofs. So that yeah, I didn't. Ex- I never expected there to be actual, like, it was just only straw. I always figured that the thatched roof was just a uh, facade for the actual roof. Yeah, and you've still got the air conditioning vent over on the, the right-hand side in the roof there as well, which is just like in the original film, so I do love that shot. Mm-hmm. But um, as we look around, we can see parts of the skeleton can almost be seen amongst the ferns, and we get the uh, the canvas banner dirty on the floor, covered in leaves. Zach pulls up a piece of bone from the grass and brushes it off. I don't know if he thought it was a stick, <laughs> and then realises the bone as he picks it up, but... <laughs> then looks down at the um actually before we go get past the not the fossils or the skeleton i don't think we've ever discussed do you think the um that skeleton hammond on had on display in the lobby do you think that was real a real skeleton or i'm pretty no. sure i i'm pretty sure that was a replica cast yeah because in the um when they're all crawling on it, it starts to collapse it actually like bits bounce and it sounds as it hits the ground you can hear sort of that that hollow, hollow noise of just like plastic or something bouncing off the ground. Yeah, I kind of always imagined it was um, like some kind of 
like you said, polystyrene or something like that, where it was just a like a fake hard resin material, not exactly like plastic, but something durable and similar that could effectively imitate fossil bone. Well, I think from memory, when uh, Ellie, uh, Ellie falls to the ground, the ribcage falls all around her, bits of it sort of explode and turn to dust and chip and all sorts of things, so... Yeah. Yeah, definitely not real. <laughs> um, which makes you wonder here, yes, if it was real being rocked last, if it's made out of something not so long-term, how much this skeleton would still be here. <laughs> of course, as um, as we've seen that shot earlier, up above, some of those windows around the roof are broken, where the plants and vines have come in, so there's definitely water and leaves and all the sort of vegetation on the marble floor that was here. Mm. So a lot of dirt's blown in over the years to um, give a bed or base for these these plants to grow. I would have to say, just looking at the wide shots here of the stairway, I would I think the stairway's collapsed at this point because the angling doesn't look like it goes all the way up. Anymore. Well, there's a shot. There's a shot of um, that I've got here. The boys just as um, Zach's got the bone in one hand and picks up the banner to flick the leaves and debris off it, and you can see the stair railing go up behind him, pretty much to where the banner's hung, and then the railing just goes straight down, almost on a, sh- a sharp angle back to the floor. So, yeah, I reckon that the top of those stairs have collapsed. That's sad. Yeah, which probably gives us a reason why they don't go upstairs to explore. <laughs> unfortunately because <laughs> I'd love to see a ruined control room or lab I would probably imagine that any technology that they had there would have been taken during the 1994 cleanup you know yeah yeah because I mean lab. that's all like trade secrets you're not just going to let that stay sitting around and rotting yeah but then they don't clean up the lab on sauna so it's <laughs> Uh, it's this whole messy cannon we've we've got now for this franchise I mean to be fair though nobody was supposed to know about Sorna yeah true true it was supposed to be Injun's dirty little secret as as Malcolm calls it yeah but you'd think in 94 when they when they done the clean up not not many more would know about Nublar either it was only really common common place when we get the San Diego incident yeah true Uh, yeah Zach notices a, um, that piece of banner on the ground and uses his foot to brush away some leaves and picks up the section of banner and gives it a shake. We've talked about the bones and all concrete and thatched roofs and all that sort of thing lasting so long. I'd assume it would have been a canvas banner made back in the 90s for that Welcome to Dr- uh, When Dinosaurs Rule the Earth <laughs> uh, banner. There's no way that's still surviving. I know canvas, when it's kept in good condition, can last a very long time, but when it's lying on the floor amongst the leaves, dirt and debris and moisture. For some reason, I always thought it was vinyl, which is why I never understood how they were able to get it to burn and from a match head. Well, this one is. The way he flicks it and makes that sound, and you can sort of see the sheen on it where they've tried to dirty it up. This, this what he picks up, is a vinyl banner, but the way that original one sort of flutters down in the wind or in the air past the Tyrannosaurus, it roars... Mm-hmm. Vinyl wouldn't do that. Vinyl would just fall to the ground. So it'd have yeah, to be true. a light canvas. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, he... <sighs> he's going he's gonna to burn my childhood. Uh, before he does, he um, 
looks to uh, Gray and asks, do you still have those matches? 2015, 9-11, why are you carrying matches in a fanny pack? <laughs> All I can assume, we don't actually see the front of the matchbook or the box of matches. Maybe it was something he got from a gift shop or it was in the hotel room, maybe? I, I don't know why Gray's got a box of matches in his fanny pack. Well, you seem to have just about everything you need in the fanny pack. <laughs> Who brings a box of matches to a tropical island? Really? I mean, especially a kid. Was he planning on burning something? I don't know if we've seen Gray being that sort of prepare for everything outdoorsman. Yes, he, he's good with numbers and that sort of stuff, but you'd think if anyone, Zach would be the one with the matches in his back pocket because he's a firebug <laughs> or something. <laughs> I mean, I can, I can understand the granola bar. A lot of people keep snacks and stuff in like a backpack or something when they go on vacation, but a box of matches? Really? To a well, tropical theme park? <laughs> as, as I said, was he planning on burning something? Well, again, it's a it's a sign of the times, but maybe back in the 90s, if, if this film existed back then, maybe Zach had a dirty little secret where he liked to sneak off and smoke or something, had a Zippo lighter. It's Grey who has the matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just to, just to have someone with a, a lighting device, matches or a lighter, Having a, a sort of a smoking um, plot for Zach would you couldn't do it now, of course. But um, speaking but, of doing it now, assuming Gray had the fanny pack the whole time, because doesn't he have it on when he goes to the carrier or when he gets on the plane? Uh, I'd have to check because how exactly did a uh, eight year old get a box of matches past TSA? <laughs> That's all saying. It's post nine eleven. Exactly. I mean, this is 2015. They got, they got like a whole thing you walk into that checks density. <laughs> He's not getting away with a box of matches on an airplane in 2015. <laughs> Eight-year-old yeah. or not? Yeah. And if he's got a box of matches in there, what what else has he got in that thing? <laughs> <laughs> No, unless his jumper's over it, he's not standing in the airport with it on. Uh, oh. We don't really. Oh, then he no. probably he might have had it on, on in his carry-on, which would make much more sense because mm. he's not getting that past security. Well, he's got a backpack. The both boys have got a backpack on when they're standing there saying goodbye to the parents, so it could be in that, mm. which is even worse because that, that that backpack's going going on the plane. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, again, they would have checked that, and I doubt he has enough for a week. I like a week's worth of clothes in one backpack. Yeah. He's, I'm sure he's probably got a carry-on luggage with some of his other stuff in it, you know? Yeah, getting onto the... Uh... Or, I, I'm sorry, a uh, checked luggage, I should say. Yeah. Getting onto the ferry, he's got the backpack on too, no. No fanny pack there, so it's it's something he's pulled out of something when he, always, he started wearing when he got to the island. Uh, yeah, Gray does have the box of matches in there and hands them over to Zach and says, here you go. And, like someone burning issue one of Superman, uh, we cut to Zack lighting that uh, banner on fire. <laughs> and um, that's when we cut to Zack leading Grey deeper into the building, that flaming banner alight. The whole time again, just that slow JP piano theme playing in the background. They've walked to the rear of the lobby here, as we can see in the background. You can see the uh, the murals, the um, Paris office in the background. 
Um, the glass not broken like every other window we've seen in abandoned buildings mm-hmm. in this franchise or uh, the, the, the image, that mural of the Paris office, clean enough that we can see what it is in the background. Mm-hmm. And he comes up to the, the raptor that we know is on that, um, that mural uh, glass partition between the lobby and the dining room. Yeah, say so the way that it's filmed here, he would have had to have, and judging by the way they run off, he had to have gone, they would have had to have gone up to the back of, or up to the front of the mural behind where the skeletons were, used to be. And then the plans show a, uh, from behind the stairs, where the stairs used to be, that the, um, there's like a, four alcoves, or two alcoves on each side, and between those alcoves are hallways. I assume that the, hallway on the right side when you when you first enter probably probably goes to the garage that we see well again with those plans those plans don't include a garage in the floor on the boat the mm. ground floor schematics and it's something that's been made up for the film but mm-hmm. but just yeah there's because we know there's those wings that go off the side of the main the main door main entrance as well which seem to be just um open areas and at the, the very rear of the, the lobby you've got that this mm-hmm. main mural um, with doors either side that just seem to go into the dining room there's two separate entrance ways to the dining room yeah and uh, of course behind there is the um, gift shop and on the other side is the patio mm. but if um, if before you hadn't realized where we were <laughs> like the raptor mural is uh, the, the final giveaway that um, this is the abandoned visitor center from the original park. Um, and as the minute ends, Gray sort of puts his hand up to the uh, raptor's snout, gives a bit of a brush off. I'm glad he didn't, they didn't smash it away through the mural because they couldn't open a door. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be just one step too far. Well, the thing is in the um, in the course of the movie here is that the first mural that we see is actually meant to be partially transparent the one the one and uh when we see them eating they're they're actually looking at the opposite side with the raptors rent uh, entering from the main doors of the visitor center but it looks here that they kind of made it more solid and wall-like instead of being like painted glass i wonder if that's just how much grime mold or something yeah that's true that- they very well could be as well. Considering the other side of it's the dining area um, mm-hmm. and the kitchen, if there was water damage, if the building is sinking, <laughs> um, it might be... The, the the dining room might have a layer of water or mud in there. <laughs> I hate that explanation. Um, <laughs> um, anything else on uh, what we've seen here before we get into the novel comparisons? We're going to see a lot more of a lot more of this as we move beyond the doors to the uh, garage. Uh, no, I think we covered that pretty well. All right. Uh, the brothers push through the front door. As they walk in, something cracked under Zach's foot. He kicked aside. A broken bone, a collapsed T-Rex skeleton, lay on the ground covered in vines and vegetation. Uh, he said, Aunt Claire will probably send people out looking for us. Uh, we can wait here. And Gray just says it'll find us here. Uh, Zach makes a torch and asks Gray if he has a pack of matches in his fanny pack. 
And once Zach lights the makeshift torch in the light, he can see a door marked vehicle garage so we don't get the murals in the novel. Which is honestly kind of disappointing because the novel or the finding the uh, Raptor mural is probably one of my favorite parts of the movie, especially with the accompanying music. I'm actually kind of disappointed that that music wasn't on the official soundtrack, but was later included on the um, on the, the extended soundtrack portions that I think Giacchino released himself. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's also a shame that. Okay, I have the mural here, but then after he rubs the or puts his hand on the snout, look towards where the camera is, and then cut to a door, a half-open door or something that says "Vehicle Garage" on it, just so mm. we know it's it's something that comes off the main lobby here, much like the um, the original novel where there was a guard standing there, <laughs> um, leading down to the garage. Yeah, I think honestly, and this may just be because of. A, budgetary reasons, and B, honestly, most of the structure is probably just too damaged to really be recognizable anyway. It would have been nice to see them explore the (laughs) the rest of the ground floor there, at least, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but then, again, how much much do you show? Do we we have them explore and have the Indominus crash in and not have the Jeeps or... At least we got something a little bit not like Camp Cretaceous. It still won't give us yeah. any goddamn original <laughs> park stuff. <laughs> hey, we still got another season. Yeah, yeah. Well, as long as um, more seasons are coming, the, the candle or the uh, the banner torch is still lit for some old park to return. Um, but Dave, that's minute sixty nine. How about we get out of here today? All right. <laughs> 